Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. In this week's episode, I'm going to be going over the book The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. I was introduced to this book by Eric Tivers through the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Groups. I can't remember if it was required reading or just strongly encouraged when I took the groups, but the messages in this book were key to getting through the coaching groups. My first reading of the book was an audiobook, and since then I've listened to it three more times and read the physical version of the book twice. The subtitle of this book is The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. As I've mentioned before, just because something is simple doesn't make it easy. Each reading has helped me understand the concepts a little bit better, and I was always able to pick up a few new things. Today, I'm going to be going over the surprisingly simple truth in the book and discussing how to better apply it for our ADHD brains. And just as a quick aside here, because I've been dealing with this all day, extraordinary is pronounced extraordinary, but for spelling purposes, I often break words down into their more component parts, and that means extraordinary becomes extraordinary in my head, which to me means more ordinary than normal. They use the word extraordinary a lot in this book, so these thoughts have been plaguing me for days. Anyways, if you'd like to follow along on the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash the one thing. Keep listening to find out how you can unlock those extraordinary results. What's the one thing that you can do such by doing it that everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? This one question is the basis for the entire book and it's referred to as the focusing question. The idea here is that when you truly boil down your priorities to just one thing, you get to the thing that actually matters the most. I think this is an especially important idea for those of us with ADHD, because often we have a lot of trouble identifying what our most important thing to do is. We have so many interests and say yes to so many things, and we rarely stop to think about what our most important priorities actually are. When I first heard the idea of the one thing, I was pretty skeptical. How can just one thing have any meaningful impact on the rest of my life? And the answer, of course, is pizza. Wait, no. I mean Domino's. Wait, still not the pizza, but still Domino's. What we're trying to do is set up our to-do list like Domino's, so that by knocking down one item, we're setting ourselves up to knock down the next one. We do this by going small. This may seem counterintuitive, but it's the small things we do that set us up for bigger success. I love this idea because it really helps with my ADHD. As Eric Tivers of the ADHD Rewired podcast often says, starting is the hardest part, and when you break things down into their smallest parts, it makes starting that much easier. Now, I'm sure you're running into the same question I've had many times, which is, can I have more than one one thing? And the answer is yes. Well, no. Well, kind of. One of the most confusing aspects of the focusing question is that it plays double duty, and that has been something that has tripped me up a lot while trying to think through what my one thing is. As I stated earlier, we can use the focusing question to go small. But to go small, we've got to start with the bigger picture stuff. What we need to do is split the focusing question into a few other questions. And right now, I'm going to drop the part, such by doing it, everything else is easier or unnecessary for brevity, but you can just imagine it. So we can say things like, What's the one thing I want to do this year? And then, what's the one thing I want to do this month? What's the one thing I want to do this week? What's the one thing I want to do today? 
with each of those being informed by the question before it. If we identify what we want this year, we can use that to help us figure out what we want to do this month. And that can help us figure out what we're doing this week and even what we're doing today. In the book, this is referred to as goal setting to the now. As I see it, it's like having both four one things and also just one one thing. If we know what our future goals are going to be, we can use those to inform us of what our current goals should be. If we use the focusing question to start with something big we want to do, and then use it to incrementally drop the scope down until we find ourselves with the one thing we can do right now, that means, yeah, we can definitely have more than one one thing. It's just a question of scale. But we can still only have one one thing for right now. To add to that, our lives are complicated, and the different areas of our lives are going to have their own one thing. I like to break it up through my life domains, which to remind you from my planning episodes are home and family, work and career, health, personal growth and ADHD management, and fun. Each of these domains should have its own one thing. Ultimately, it is up to you to choose how you want to prioritize your domains. The thing is, we can't just completely ignore one of these domains in favor of the others. If I don't work on my health, all my other domains will suffer. If I don't work on my ADHD management, my family and work will suffer, and probably everything else too. If I'm not having fun, and I don't spend time with my family, what am I even doing any of this for? I'm going to borrow a story included in the book that's actually from Jane Patterson's book, Suzanne's Diary for Nicholas. Imagine life is a game in which you are juggling five balls. The balls are called work, family, health, friends, and integrity. And you're keeping all of them in the air. But one day you finally come to understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. The other four balls, family, health, friends, integrity, are made of glass. If you drop one of these, it will be irrevocably scuffed, nicked, perhaps even shattered. The point of this story is that in our never-ending bout of juggling, there are some balls that we never want to drop. I'll let you know right now that undoubtedly we are going to drop a ball eventually. Even if we didn't have ADHD, that's a hard act to keep up. What we want to do with the one thing here is to figure out the most important things in each of those categories so that we can make sure we do those things. We can't do everything, but with the one thing, we can work on doing the things that matter the most. Let's take a look at how we might use the focusing question in these various domains. For my home and family sphere, it might look like, what's the one thing I can do to improve my relationship with my wife, such by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. Now, if you're getting caught up in that last part of the question, the or unnecessary part, I've been right there with you. That was a hard one for me to understand. But let's dive into this example and see if we can't figure it out. So some nights my wife and I end up talking way into the evening. I like spending that time with my wife, but it definitely digs into the time when we're supposed to be sleeping. Part of the reason that we are talking at night is that we've got kids, and so if we are trying to have a conversation when they're around, we're constantly getting interrupted. My wife and I like having time to talk, but the only time we're finding is late at night after the kids go to bed. So, what would make that unnecessary? Well, we could plan to have lunch together more often or schedule more date nights. This would give us a chance to talk more, improve our relationship, and by scheduling that time, we wouldn't be forced to only find that time to talk late at night. All right, now let's try this with another domain. I'm going to go with health because that's definitely something I'm going to be working on this year. I think the area that would give me the most benefit would be getting better sleep. So we can ask, What's the one thing I can do to get better sleep, such by doing it, that everything else would be easier or unnecessary? Truth be told, I've already done a lot to improve my sleep, but what would really help my sleep is losing some weight. 
So let's take our focusing question and go a bit deeper. What's the one thing I can do to help myself lose weight such by doing so would make everything else easier or unnecessary? There are a lot of things I could do to help my eating habits, but I think the one that had one of the biggest impacts was making sure I pack a healthy lunch for work every day, which is something I unfortunately didn't keep up last year despite seeing good results. But that's okay, let's keep going with this. What's the one thing I can do to make sure I'm packing a healthy lunch for work every day, such by doing it, everything else is easier or unnecessary? Well, dang. Now this is getting kind of hard. But I'm going to go with packing my lunch the night before so that I don't have to worry about packing it while getting the kids ready for school in the morning. I could keep going on this train, but I'm going to cut it short for now because I think you're getting the picture of how this can work. And let's just look at that. I went from a way that I can get better sleep down to packing a healthy lunch for work. The great thing about the focusing question is it allows you to find the small actions that are going to get you big results. And we do want to go small here. This is especially important for those of us with ADHD, because as we whittle that answer down to smaller and smaller component parts, we are setting up those dominoes to knock down. Buying into the concept of the one thing requires us to change our thinking. We've got a lot of mental baggage that keeps us from embracing the idea of doing less. One of the most important areas that we've got to change our thinking in is that everything matters equally. And while it seems like an obvious statement that some things matter more than other things, it's a trap that's all too easy to fall into. I can think of plenty of days where by looking at what I crossed off my to-do list, I had a very productive day. But despite all that crossing off, at the end of the day, it wouldn't feel like I had gotten anything important done. Often, this was because I was just crossing items off my list without truly addressing the important items on my to-do list. Maybe I was able to answer a bunch of emails, but if I didn't get around to doing the things that were actually important to me, what was I really doing with my day? Even understanding that not everything matters equally, with ADHD, one of our biggest problems is that we have so many things that we want to do. How can we just pick one thing? There's no getting around it. When you use a strategy of picking just one thing, other things are going to get left behind. When we say yes to something, we're essentially saying no to everything else. We want to say yes to a lot of things, but that's just going to lead us to overwhelm. Our first step getting better at using the one thing is saying no a lot more. I know it's hard. I've struggled with saying no a lot. And while I can plan ahead to say no, when someone asks me to help them on something, I just want to drop everything and help them right there and then. But that's not a great strategy and often leaves me wondering where all my time went. Instead, the strategy that I've been working on recently is to give my brain a little breathing room before actually answering by starting off with, I'll have to check my calendar. And with how well I remember things that are on my calendar, this should have been a response anyway. Using this phrase has already saved me from countless double bookings. This has also allowed me to realize the value of my own time, because I've also started adding time blocks into my calendar for when I want to work on my one thing. Now, when I say, let me check my calendar, I can see that I've booked time for myself already. If a request ends up being something I actually want to do, I can work with the person to find a time that works for both of us. By respecting my time, when I do give someone a yes, it means I can go all in and not worry that I'm spreading myself too thin. A big part of the one thing is realizing that there really are some things that are more valuable than others, and you need to protect your time that you are dedicating to your most important things. As we're juggling our five domains, what we want to keep in mind is that all those domains should also be working toward a common purpose. Your purpose. Purpose can be kind of a scary word, at least for me. If you're like me and are having a hard time with the word purpose, the book suggests thinking of it as a direction instead. We just pick a direction and start down that path. 
Then, if we need to, we can adjust our course as necessary. Picking a purpose can be scary, but you've got to start somewhere. I'd like to tell you a foolproof system for working on your purpose, but I'll let you in on a little secret. I'm still working on mine. So again, if you can't work out a purpose just yet, that's okay. Just work from the direction you want to take your life. What's something you'd like to accomplish? What's something you would like to be able to do every day? Use that as a guide. Once we have our purpose or direction, we can then ask the focusing question again. When we ask this question, we want it to be big and specific. If we're not specific, we're not going to be able to get good, actionable steps. And if we don't ask a big question, then we aren't going to be pushing ourselves. Right now, I'm using this podcast as a guide for my direction. So for me, the focusing question might look like, what's the one thing I can do to 10x my podcast downloads this year, such by doing it that everything else is easier or unnecessary? Asking a big question like this might seem like too big of a step to take, but remember that we're using this as a jumping-off point. My answer to that question is just another cog I'm going to fit into the focusing question, and I'm just going to keep on doing that until I come up with an answer that I can do right now. So, what's the one thing that you can do for your purpose, such by doing it, that everything else is easier or unnecessary? Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. I hope you got a lot out of today's episode, and if you did, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave me a rating and review on your podcast player. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's top tips. 1. Use the focusing question to help determine your one thing. The focusing question again is, what's the one thing that you can do such by doing it that everything else is easier or unnecessary? 2. Change your thinking and value your time by saying no more and time-blocking time for your one thing. 3. You can have a one thing for each of your life domains, but they should all be working towards a common purpose. And 4. If you like this episode, I'd recommend you check out the book The One Thing and read through it on your own. I skimmed a lot of parts for this episode, so I'm sure you could get a lot more out of it. You can find a link to the book on the show notes page. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This was a bit of a different kind of episode, and I'd love to hear what you thought of it, or if you'd like to hear me go over more books in the future. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HackingYourADHD, or you can connect with me over at HackingYourADHD.com slash contact. If you're looking for the links or want to read this episode's transcript, you can go to the show notes page at HackingYourADHD.com slash the one thing. If you're this far into the end of the show, you might also like to know that on the second Tuesday of every month, I join the other members of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network for a live Q&A. Eric Tivers of ADHD Rewired and Brendan Mahan of ADHD Essentials. You can find the link on the show notes page or go to ADHDRewired.com slash events. The next one is coming up on January 14th. It's been a pleasure, and until next time, stay curious. Stay curious.